So for a while back when I was an active RMT, I had my own practice in a great little neighborhood in Toronto. I handled it all and I got to make my little clinic space into exactly what I wanted it to be. My landlord and fellow tenants were all awesome people and some of them I even maintain a relationship with to this day. I had some lovely clients and I was able to take time off when I needed. I was totally living the RMT dream. Problem is, I was miserable. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table. I'm your host, Candace Eisner. I want to chat a bit this week about having business goals and chasing a dream, if you will. This is a topic I think all RMTs need to give some real thought to. A common refrain among massage therapists seemed to be that if you're going to be truly successful, you have to open your own clinic. Go solo. You'll make more money that way. You'll call the shots. Just hire other therapists to have a well-rounded clinic and lots of available hours for clients to come in. It'll be totally perfect. Will it? Let's pause here for a second. Many of the people I know who went into massage therapy as a career did it because they wanted to genuinely help people, and they had no interest in the corporate 9-to-5 environment. I know that was part of the reason I did it. They weren't interested in climbing the corporate ladder of success, or whatever they call it these days. They wanted to do things differently. Hey, I totally hear that. If you've been listening for a few weeks now, you probably hear that I tend to do things a little more unconventionally than other people. So... Why then would you get into your RMT career, which you wanted to do because you don't define success the same way that many other people do, only to start trying to do exactly the same thing that every other RMT does? Here's the thing, okay. If you open your own clinic and that is truly your dream, if that's something you've long thought about and you're just so excited to do it, then yeah, go for it. That's awesome. I hope you have great success. Uh, you know, hit me up if you want to talk about your your story. I love to hear success stories from RMTs. But if that idea doesn't appeal to you, then why the heck would you do it? Because others have told you it's the only way to make so-called real money as an RMT. And yes, I do hear RMTs telling each other that all the time. Because others feel that success as an RMT is being a clinic owner, whether you're working solo or you're working with other therapists, doesn't matter, but you're the clinic owner. Because others treat you weirdly when you say you work for a big multidisciplinary clinic or you work for a membership-based massage clinic. You know what? Only you decide what is right for you in your business and your life. You're the boss, you call the shots. If you'd be happiest contracting your services out to another business that takes care of everything for you and you just show up, you treat, and then you leave, awesome, do it. I'm happy for you, please. Who cares what anyone else thinks? As long as you're happy with the arrangement, that's all that matters. Screw what other people are trying to tell you to do. So I started this episode off with a little bit about my own experiences with this. Like a lot of therapists, I thought what I, what I wanted was my own little solo practice with no one else to call the shots but me. But the longer I did it, the more unhappy I felt. Yeah, I had plenty of reasons to be happy, but ultimately the arrangement was just not for me. So as hard as it was to admit to everyone, especially myself, I put in notice with my landlord and instead found a job with a large multidisciplinary clinic downtown where they handled the day-to-day stuff for me, you know, like the bookings and the equipment and um, linens and all that good stuff. 
I just had to do my own marking and marketing, that is. I didn't have to mark anything, but I had to do my own marketing and the clinical stuff like, you know, the treating and the charting. No one was going to do that for me. It was totally a win-win situation because I still retained a lot of autonomy as any, any independent contractor should, but I also had the support of the staff and the other healthcare practitioners to keep my business going. And for me, that was really important. It also meant that I got back a lot of free time. I didn't have to be spending a lot of time um, returning phone calls and emails from clients wanting bookings and, you know, rejigging my schedule every time someone cancels and all that kind of stuff. Someone else handled that stuff for me. So it meant I had more free time to pursue other things that were important to me. So that's my challenge for you this week, dear listeners. I want you to chase your dreams, but... Make sure the ones you're chasing are actually yours. Hey, if you found this podcast useful, I'd love it if you gave me a rating over on iTunes. Just head on over to the iTunes store, open my podcasts, look at ratings and reviews, and simply click the stars to rate. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. The music for this podcast is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. Thanks, Jason.